Welcome to the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakonyero. Former presidential contender engineer Willie Mayambala has written to the Supreme Court seeking to take over the poll petition filed by Robert Chagulanyi Sentamu. Chagulanyi, popularly known as Bobby Wine, this week filed an application to withdraw the case, citing bias on the side of the Supreme Court justices and arrest of his witnesses. Mayambala came last in the presidential race, polling only 15,000 votes, while Chagulanyi, who came second, polled 3.6 million votes. Mayambala said he objects to the withdrawal of the presidential petition and wishes to inherit it from Chagulanyi. The spokesperson of the judiciary, Jameson Karemani, has acknowledged receipt of the letter from the former presidential candidate seeking guidance on how to take over the petition. Uh, the letter was well received by the chambers of the Honorable Chief Justice, which uh, should be studying and giving guidance on what, what it should be done. What should be done. So he has, as, as of now, he has not replied to him, so we wait for his decision. The law allows that uh, if there is a petition in court and uh, the petitioner seeks to, to withdraw it, any of the candidates who participated can apply to take over the petition. That, that one has to be by an application. Court is yet to make a ruling on Chagulani's petition to withdraw the case as President Museveni and the Electoral Commission were given time to file their objections to the request. Uganda police has some image cleaning to do after 99% of respondents in a survey ranked them as the most corrupt government institution. According to the study, which was carried out by the Uganda Bureau of Statistics in conjunction with the Office of the Inspector General of Government, Parliament ranked second with 90%, the judiciary with 75%, and the IGG itself at 45%. State House and a corruption unit was at 30%. The survey, which was conducted in 2020 from 128 districts, was meant to get the people's perception about corruption in the country. The survey also found that 84% of the respondents were satisfied with the delivery of services at the Office of the Auditor General and 64% at IGGs. PPDA was 55%, whereas the Director of Public Prosecutions ranked last with 9%. UBOS's statistician Vincent Segona said the anti-corruption laws should be strengthened and the public should be sensitized on the dangers of corruption. And you can see that police, 100% about knows that police is supposed to, is one of the institutions to fight corruption, but also they ranked it highest among the people who are corrupt. Followed by the parliament, the judiciary, and then the IG people know about 46% know. State House about 30% and uh, Financial Intelligence Authority only 7% are aware. The State Minister for Disability and Elderly Affairs, Sarah Kanyike, has revealed that plans are underway to reduce the age at which elderly people can access their monthly pay of 20,000 shillings under the Social Assistance Grant for Empowerment, also known as SAGE. The program was first piloted in 15 districts, been rolling elderly persons of the age 65 and above. But two years ago, when the government rolled it out across the country, they raised the minimum age to 80 years. 
Minister Kanyike further explained that there are plans to look into the payment to increase it to 25,000. Once the funds are available, the elderly will get a pay rise. It is not enough, but because of the limited budget. But once funds are available, this money is going to be increased. But I think it's better than nothing. Something small is better than nothing. And as far as this money is concerned, as I've told you, I've moved various districts of Uganda. And this money has made impact. So as a starting point, the government can not finish all the problems of these other persons, but this is a starting point. Right. And I want to promise our people, once funds are variable, we are going to, to remove this age. We are going to come downwards as far as the age is concerned. The minister on Thursday met with the district leaders of Katakui. Katakui district was the first pilot district in the country and the program has benefited 11,471 elderly persons. Over 23 billion shillings has been received by the older persons in Katagui, out of which the elderly men were 4,588 and 6,883 were female. The police in Entebbe are investigating a case of aggravated robbery and murder of one Nambi Bogia, a mobile money operator. The incident happened at Nalugala, Katabi Town Council. It is alleged that the victim was trailed by a group of unknown assailants from her workplace before she was shot dead and an unspecified amount of money was taken from her. The Kampala Metropolitan Police Deputy Spokesperson Luke Owoyesijide confirmed this report. Uh, the police were informed about what happened and they responded to the scene with a team of detectives, canine and flying squad operatives. Three cartridge casings have been recovered from the scene. They will be examined to establish the firearm used. Investigations into the murder by shooting is on. Uh, so far we are calling uh, the public uh, to remain calm and uh, if anyone has any, any eyewitness information that can be relevant in uh, this investigation, they can always come forward and give it to us so that we find out who exactly this this heinous act. The police in Bukedea district have allegedly shot dead a 17-year-old boy in Kolir sub-county who was dancing in a village party. The police who were enforcing curfew at about midnight stormed Kanyipa village and found a group of youth dancing to the loud tunes of music. According to the RDC of Bukedea, Geoffrey Okiswa, the party goers charged at the police and started pelting them with stones. In the process, the police fired live bullets that shot at Otimong, who succumbed to the bullet wounds later on. The officer who shot at Otimong has been arrested, together with the LC1 chairperson of Kanyipa, who okayed the party past curfew hours. Okiswa has condemned the act and is calling on the LCs to desist from granting their locals permission for parties, saying the police is still enforcing curfew since the government has not yet lifted it. That act with the strongest terms possible because the police is trained to disperse people and maintain law and order but not to shoot kids. So we are investigating, the policeman has been arrested and we are investigating. But again, we are also very, very annoyed within the community. Oh, no, COVID-19 is there. The presidential directive is on the curfew and no discourse. It's still on. No bars, no discourse, no party. And in any case, if there was a need for a party or something, they would have written to the RDC. The RDC gives the guidance whether to have it either with a limited number of people and limited time really get so disappointed when uh, 
a chairman, LOC1, now who serves the powers and says, for me, I've given you permission, you go ahead and dance trans night. Justin Okelo Okui, the LC3 chairperson of Kolir, condemned the act, saying the police should have shot in the air, not at people. He explained that the deceased is a child from Bukedea sub-county who had traveled to Kayimpa. Many parts across the country remain open past curfew hours of 9 p.m. and enforcement is not uniform. Occasional police raids around Kampala and other cities often find revelers in bars or nightclubs. The 9 to 5 a.m. curfew imposed after the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic has lasted nearly one year. The police in Aroa have launched investigations into a case of alleged child neglect by Edward Eguma, a priest in Aroa Catholic Diocese. Catholic priests live in a celibate life and are not expected to father children. But Florence Idede, a 24-year-old woman, claims that Father Eguma, the curate of Nyadri Town Parish in Maracha District, is the father of her 18-month-old child who he has been supporting until a few months ago. Idede has filed a case at the Police Child and Family Protection Unit. Idede, a senior three dropout, says the priest approached her grandfather to have her render services as a house help. But he then made advances, and when she conceived, he then rented for her a house at Onduparaka Trading Center, where she stayed for two years before he relinquished his responsibility. I was there. Unfortunately, we then have a kid with him. So yeah, they transferred me to Onduparaka. I was staying in the right. Yeah, I've stayed now for almost reaching two years. Tuparaka. He was helping me, but uh, nowadays he's not helping me. But I've tried to call him to ask why he's not helping me, but he's not answering me. If I call, he cannot answer. Then he told the landlord that he has to send me away from here if he needs his money. And the landlord advised me to come and report him. West Nile Regional Child and Family Protection Officer Jimmy Anguyo says the police are investigating the allegations. And when the girl came, they found themselves, there are four helping the father there at the parish. And out of the four girls, the two were impregnated by the same priest. Of course, one is Edede Florence, who has produced a one and a half baby boy by the name of Mungofen Boniface. And the second girl, who is now two months pregnant, is also called Gloria. And she's right now staying in Mingoro or Dramachak. When the girl reported the matter to me, I took an effort and I called the priest to come and probably listen from him. But he was adamant, became arrogant, and he said to me boldly that the issue was to be handled culturally. Father Eguma declined to talk to the media and insisted he can only talk to police investigators. That brings us to the end of the news around Uganda. I am Lydia Lakwanyero. See you tomorrow, same time.